0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Victory Church. Today is our worship service number 164. Let's stand up. Let's get ready to sing to the good Lord. Father, we love you, we adore you, and we give you from all of our hearts the songs that Tracy prepared today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, receive our adoration. We love you, Lord. Amen. Truly that question comes to mind, how can it be that you and your holiness and your holy throne and your greatness can take us, Lord, and receive us and embrace us? How can it be, Lord? It's just your grace, Father. It's your grace and your love for us, Lord. Because we really don't deserve this amazing grace you are giving us, Lord. We don't, Lord. But we worship you this morning, Lord. We worship you, Father, with all of our hearts. We say to you, Lord, how great thou art. You are amazing, Lord. Father, we lift up our hands to you. We open our hearts. And we give you our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we are in this place, in this holy place, Lord, in this sanctuary, worshiping you, adoring you, Lord, in spirit and truth. May our prayers, our thoughts, the meditations of our hearts be, be pleasant to you, Lord. Thank you for the purity that you are bringing into our lives, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you wash away all our sins by your grace, by your mercy, Lord. You just love us, Father. And we know that in this moment, Lord, a fresh portion of your Holy Spirit is descending upon this place, Lord, upon us. And we can sense your presence, Lord. In this place, we know, Lord, that you are here. How great you are, Lord. Father, we express our gratitude to you, Lord, for all the wonderful things you are doing in our lives. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your love, your mercy, your grace. Forgiveness in in our lives Thank you Lord God For your provision Thank you Father for the healing You are bringing into our lives The restoration that you are Doing in our hearts Lord Thank you Father By faith Lord we receive right now All those great blessings That you are sending to us Lord We open our hearts We open our lives keep sending those blessings Father we love you, we adore you every week is a new blessing Lord and we trust you Lord we trust you Father that you will continue blessing us Lord you are amazing Lord we love you Lord we love you Lord We love you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How great you are, Lord. You are great, Lord. And we worship you in the name of Jesus, Lord. viewers we want to thank you for your support and thank you our church members that are doing your part online i, I love that you shared that with me this week and some of you this, that you, you shared with me i'm doing this because it's what we need to do to give to the lord and, and and thank you brothers and sisters for being faithful to the lord but for the rest of you that you have never pre- probably uh, feel the need to give to god i invite you to try Listen, you put money in a restaurant and uh, uh, tires for your car, you pay insurances, you pay all kind of stuff, and you are enjoying the videos. I'm going to ask you this. Try one time to give to the Lord, and, and you tell me how you feel about that. That's all that I'm asking, okay? So go to the website, bchurch.us, look for the type give online, or you can do it through a text message, four three two two six eight zero 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 seven. Thank you for the time that you are investing watching this video from Victory Church. We hope that you will enjoy it. Bunkers for God is the message of today, November 17, 2019. Our worship service number 164. I understand you have your bulletins ready, but our viewers, please go to the website, vchurch.us, and look for the tab bulletins. Download the bulletin. You will enjoy the notes that are there for you. The first scripture that I have for you today, guys, is in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Would you like to read it with me? Let's do it. People who do not have God's Spirit do not accept the things that come from His Spirit. They think these things are foolish. They cannot understand them because they can only be understood by the Holy Spirit's help only by the Holy Spirit's help. So people today, they, they just think, I don't know what they are talking about. They probably are crazy. And perhaps, my friend, you're watching this time. is your first time here with us in Victory Church, and you are thinking, what is this thing all about? I mean, you guys, you really are crazy. Well, yes, we are crazy. You have to be crazy to, to really move in the Spirit of God. You have to be bonkers for God. And I want to share with you quickly four biblical examples of bunkers of God. The first one is Noah. You know, his story, you can find it in three chapters of the book of Genesis 6, 7, and 8. But there is one scripture particular that I want to share with you right now, which is in Genesis 6, verses 13 and 19. It says, God said to Noah, everyone has filled the earth with anger and violence. I will remove them from the earth. Use cypress wood and build a boat for your family. Also, you will take two of every living thing on the earth with you into the boat. Take a male and female of every kind of animal so that they might survive with you. You know the story. And it's a beautiful story. And it's a true story. There are even scientific facts to prove that this is a An event that happened where the Lord spoke to a man and said build an ark do you know more or less the age of Noah was near 500 years when the Lord spoke to him to him and his family it took him near 100 years to build the ark well remember they didn't have tools they didn't have stores like hardware stores we have here right now. Everything was handmade. It was a long process. So you really need to be crazy to do something like that. Imagine the Lord, this, the Lord speaks to, to, to Noah, and then Noah goes to his family. You know, they are having dinner there. <laughs> and then, Hi, guys. How, how's your day going? Him, his kids, the daughters-in-law, they are just talking. You know, who knows what they are eating? And then he says, well, um, the Lord spoke to me today. Oh, really? <laughs> guess what? <laughs> and guess what? We are building a boat. Oh. A what? A boat? What's a boat? Because they didn't have any experience with sailing, navigation, anything like that. Water. <laughs> what are you talking about, that? Imagine the kids. They are just looking at the old man and... The daughters-in-law, imagine the wife, the look that wife gave to Noah. <laughs> you know that uh, in the scripture, in First Corinthians, there is a chapter that Paul uses to explain about the gifts of the Spirit, he talks about the interpretation of tongues, you know, speaking about other languages. Well, some wives, most of the wives, and us husbands, you know, we have another gift is the interpretation of looks, you know. <laughs> you know that she gives you that look, you know, and you just know what she says or vice versa. Sometimes it's the woman doing or saying something and the man is the one giving him the giving her the look and she knows what that <laughs> means. <laughs> but that is what happened in reality. So now imagine Noah delivering the news to the family. We are going to do this because it's going to be they flood. Well, you tell me, is that crazy or what? It is. But Noah obeyed. Okay, next example, Abraham. He was near 70-something years old in Ur. That is the name of the area where he lived. Genesis 12 tells the story. Or you are is the name where Abraham lived. In those days, his name was Abram, not Abraham. His name was changed later by God. And uh, this is what he says, the Lord, Genesis 12, 1. The Lord said to Abraham, to Abraham, sorry, leave your country and your people, leave your father's family and go to the country that I will show you. So here is the promise of of a blessing To another man. And uh, so, and then he goes. There is another dinner. So now is Abraham with his wife, Sarai, and his parents, and other siblings, and uh, not siblings, but other friends, and everybody else there. You know, they are just having dinner, and then he goes. Hey, guys, guess what? The Lord spoke to me. Oh, really? Yeah. And he says that I have to go, I have to take my family. And go to a place where he will bless me. (laughs) Imagine the look in Sarah's eyes. We we are, what? (laughs) What what did you say? That we are about to go now? Where? Show me the map. (laughs) map. (laughs) I would like to to get the the place, you know, GPS. There is no way to figure it out. The Lord said to him clearly, I will show you. You have to be really crazy, bonkers, to say, okay, I'm leaving. I'm going to the uncertainty. Yeah, how fun is that? Come on, Sarai. Come on, wife. Come with me. And not just that. Remember, other people came with him. His nephew was one of those. Second example, people crazy, listening to God and doing what the Lord said. And you know what happened? The blessing came. Next example, this, this example is really more uh, shocking, It's really shocking. Hosea, in the story of Hosea, you find it in the book of the prophet Hosea. <laughs> but I want you to read with me, guys, this particular passage in the chapter 1, verse 2. Just take a look at the screen. The Lord said to Hosea, go marry a prostitute who has had children as a result of her prostitution. Do this because the people in this country have acted like prostitutes. They have been unfaithful to the Lord. (laughs) So if you think that was crazy, the calling of Noah or the Abraham, now imagine this guy. He was called by God to marry a prostitute. Gomer or Gomar, I think is the name of the lady. And she gave him three kids. Now imagine Hosea going to, see, to speak with the family and telling them, uh, guys, uh, another dinner, right? Uh, the Lord spoke to me. Oh, really? And guess what? What? He says that I need to get married. Oh, that's good, son. That's a good idea. Yeah. Go, go, go. Who's the lady? Well, I don't know yet, but uh, the Lord said that I need to marry a prostitute. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he did. And he did. That was the third example. Let's go to the fourth example. The fourth example was David. And, and you know David was a kid that defeated the lions and animals and eventually Goliath. You know that. But in First Chronicles chapter 14, verses 14 to 16, it says that David prayed to God again. And God answered his prayer. God said, David, don't follow the Philistines of the hill when you attack. Instead, go around them and hide on the other side of the balsam trees. When you hear the sound of uh, marching in the tops of the balsam trees, go out to battle. Because that is the sign that God has gone out in front of you to defeat the Philistines. 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 David did what God told him to do, so David and his men defeated the enemy. Okay, here is a different scenario. David heard the Lord before to do different things, and he did things for the Lord. But now he is in the midst of a combat, a battle. Daily activities, if you like. But he didn't know what to do. He thought, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to fight the enemy the way that I do it. Listen to this, guys. I'm going to do my job the way that I do my job usually. I'm going to do what I have to do because this is what I have to do. But before he did that, he prayed. This is what I want you to watch. Before he went to do what he needed to do, he prayed. And obviously, the prayer was, Lord, what can I do? And the Lord said, this is the strategy. David listened, paid attention, and did it. So now, there is another dinner. Now, David is with his army generals or whatever, all the soldiers. and, And he said, hey, guys, guess what? The Lord spoke to me. Great. What he says. Well, he says that instead of attacking the enemy here, we need to go around them and then we, we will hide be, behind the trees. And when we hear the marching, like a marching on the tops of the past and trees, then we go attack. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the Lord says. And that is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. You tell me what you think about this. Okay. Now, if we go back to 1 Corinthians 2.14, carefully read what it says. People who do not have God's spirit do not accept the things that come from his spirit. They think these things are foolish. They cannot understand them because they can only be understood with the Holy Spirit's help. I know you guys here in the church, you are believers. You, you receive in your heart the voice of the Lord. You understand all that. But our viewers, is different. Maybe you are trying to process intellectually things, but, but you won't get it. Because it is not through your normal intellectual process that you will understand the things from God. They, they, they need to be revealed to you through the Holy Spirit. Here is one question that I have for you. I have several questions for you today. But the first thing that I, I want to give you your time, in. please flip your bullet into the back, because here's where I want you to take a few seconds. What is the Lord telling you to do? Right in this moment, the Lord is speaking to you. What is what the Lord wants you to do? Is there anything that he has been saying to you I want you to do this and you reluctantly have said I can hear you but he keeps on talking to you what is the Lord telling you to do write it down why is it important that you write it down because right now especially in this moment when we are in the presence of the good Lord God Almighty in his house, worshiping him, and you are listening, focusing, trying to pay attention. Here is the moment where the Holy Spirit is going to move strongly in your heart. So listen, please, and write. And you might think that this is a little bit crazy. Well, it's not a little bit crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Because it's something that intellectually we cannot process. It comes from the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit will talk to you and He will tell you, this is what I want you to do. Well, that is the first question. What is what the Lord wants us to do? Now, my first, my, my first question was that. Now, the next question that I have for you is, is, is a simple, simple question. Is Are you willing to obey Him? The Lord is talking to you. You know what is what he wants you to do? Now, directly to your heart. Answer from your heart. Are you willing to obey him? Will you do it? Will you do what he is telling you to do? <laughs> and that takes me to a couple of more questions, which is the first one. Do you trust in the Lord? Because listen, if you are willing to obey him and you trust in the Lord, you don't need to be afraid of anything. You just take the step. Take the step. Do you believe in the Bible? Because some some people just don't believe in the Bible. And, And they question so many things in life. Not knowing that in the Bible is the answer to all those questions, our origin, the past, present, and future, all that is in the Bible. Do you believe in the Bible? Now, do you obey that Bible? Do you obey the Lord's commandments? It's a very direct question. And we need to answer yes or no. Do you obey his commandments? Are you doing what the Bible is teaching us to do? And now that takes us to another scenario, which is interesting. Do you obey authorities? Do you respect the law? That's powerful. But you see how by believing in God and believing in the Bible, the Holy Spirit is moving us to a new dimension of life. It's a life that is complying. And we will obey the procedures, the legalities, the authorities, and we respect the law. You see how how that goes? It's simple, but it's not easy. which eventually comes down to our hearts to ask us this final question, which is, are you doing what is right? Are you doing what is right? The way that you live, the way that you are treating others, the way that you are managing your money, the way that you are hand- handling everything in your personal life, the way that you treat people, Etc. When you think about the four biblical examples that I gave you, Noah, Abram, or Abraham, Hosea, Hosea and uh, David, you will notice that these individuals, they were individuals with... Um, with a good life you know they were people with a good standard their behavior the way that they did their lives how they hand them, handled themselves they were pretty decent people would you agree on that people that they that did things right and as a result of that Noah's wife, for instance, Abraham's wife, and in the case of David, his army believed in them. They believed in them. So now, with that in mind, I want you to think of yourself and tell me if is there any other adult who believes in you, besides you. Is there anyone who believes in you? Is there anybody else that believes in you? and, and you know why I' am saying all these things for one, for one reason you will find individuals that are that are very interesting individuals that uh, they seem to to manage an image of uh, spiritual let's say or special individuals and they can come to tell people God talked to me and told me to do something God said that I need to do this and they come up with great projects great ideas and you are just wondering about that individual if it's legit or not Well, after all, we are bonkers for God. We are crazy about the Lord. We believe in supernatural things. And here is this person, a guy or is a woman talking to us about some things that are about to happen, projects that this person will do and is telling us perhaps with the hope that we will cooperate with that plan. But we are wondering who in the world is this person? You guy or your girl are talking to me that God is telling you to do this and that, but, but, but who, who are you? And you know what is interesting, guys? That not always those individuals, they come with a, with a I'm not saying a clean, impeccable resume, I'm not saying that, but with good standards. S- sometimes you see people saying that God is telling me to do things, but there is no one else that believes in them. It's just, a person that is just unique, if you like. But there is nobody that can endorse that life. And that that is tricky. In our case, as believers, if the Lord is talking to us, we, we know that, It is not easy to just to accept what he's telling us and we will will need to move forward. (laughs) Listen to this other passage in Hosea chapter three, verse one. Then the Lord said to to Hosea again, your wife had many lovers, but you must continue loving her. Do this because it is an example of the Lord's love for his people. Now, it is okay for anyone to say, God talked to me and told me that I have to do this and that. And this goes especially for those who are watching. If you are the kind of person that says one day, God talked to me and told me that I have to do this. I will tell you this. The Holy Spirit is the only one that can reveal to you things. The Holy Spirit is the only one that can reveal those things to you if they are truly from God. And the revelation of the Holy Spirit will start with two main revelations. And the first one is that you are a sinner. That you need a Savior. That you need to repent. And the second revelation is that there is a Redeemer and His name is Jesus. And you need to come to the presence of the Lord God to ask for forgiveness. The revelation of the Holy Spirit comes to those two points. And do you know what is the first step in order to continue going in that path? Here is the breaking news to you, my friend watching. You that are saying that God is telling you this and God is telling you that, here is the big revelation. Get ready for this. The first step, Is very profound. You need to join a church. How about that? You need to join the church and be part of the church of God, the good Lord God Almighty, the Christian church, wherever you are. And there, as a member of the church, you will start to learn the scripture, be part of the flock and understanding all those things, you will have a better comprehension of the calling of God because there is nothing wrong to receive the calling of God when we are a mess and going through the process of being restored and then be useful in the hands of God. I am an example of that. What about you? When did you receive the calling from God to be part in the, of the kingdom? Well, when you and I were amiss. <laughs> it's exactly where he calls us. So when we are amiss, he comes for us. He calls us and he says, come back to me. L- listen to this scripture. Y- you, your wife had many lovers, said the Lord to Hosea. But you must continue loving her. Do this because it's an example of the, lo- the Lord's love for his people. He knows we are a mess. He knows that. There is nothing wrong with hearing the voice of God telling us to do something. We hear his voice and we say, I I do want to do things for the Lord. I am a sinner. I need a Savior. Once you get those two revelations, the next step, join the church. Be part of the church and learn the doctrine of the Christian church. Those are the the things that you need to, to hear and do. But I understand that some of you don't have a relationship with the Lord. This is the moment and the right time to do that. So on the screen there is a prayer that I would like to read. If you want to give your life to the good Lord, Just open your heart with me and repeat the prayer read the prayer out loud as you will see it in the screen We say to the good Lord Dear God, I Need you in my life. I don't want to live without you as my God You are good to me. You are merciful Lord God. Please forgive me for all my sins I know that Jesus paid the price for my salvation. I open my heart to you, Lord. Please help me, Lord, to love you with all of my heart. In the name of Jesus, I surrender to you. I surrender to you. That's what we do, guys. We surrender to him and we say, Lord, not my way, your way. Know how I think, but how you think. Then we can say, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year, 2019 and 2020 soon. Thank you guys for coming up to church. Receive the blessing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy your family and friends. We appreciate so much your time invested with Victory Church in Odessa, Texas.